the writing is on the wall to supersize your business. This is a, a picture my granddaughter drew a while ago. It's on a dry erase board I have. But I added supersize your business. You got this. Success is blank to you. You get to decide what it means. Increasing money and be yourself. Now, what is our idiom today? Of course, the writing is on the wall is our idiom or expression for today. It is from the Bible, like so many spirit well-being related idioms, spiritual idioms, religious idioms, many of them from the Bible. Actually, many of the idioms that are popular today, uh, a huge percentage of them are actually traceable back to the Bible or other uh, spiritual related writings and stories that have been passed on over time. Religion is one of those areas uh, that has had an incredible impact on humanity. So this one comes from uh, King Belshazzar's, Belshazzar's, however you pronounce it, B-E-L-S-H-A-Z-Z-A-R, possibly, yes, Belshazzar's, yeah, Belshazzar's feast. Uh, it's, it appears in the Bible in David 5, 5-31, and it's in the presence of a king, all of a sudden this disembodied hand shows up and starts writing on the wall. And the king went in search of someone that could describe and, and say what the meaning meant. He went to, you know, what were they called back then? Soothsayers, magical people, uh, Chaldeans, and uh, astrologers to try to figure out what this writing on the wall meant that appeared at his his feast. Uh, I don't know that it, he ever found out. I I didn't go that far into the story, but what it means is that when something is inevitable, when a result is inevitable, or when there's imminent danger, there could be imminent danger. Maybe it's a warning or something that you want or some result that you want, maybe you don't want, is inevitable. So where has this shown up in my businesses and in my life? In uh, and, and physical writing on the walls, one of the things I remember most about going through homes when we were doing real estate investing. My ex-husband and I had real estate investing businesses and we would uh, short sale and rehab and, and do loan modifications for people on distressed properties. Back before and during that whole real estate bubble mess of the 2007, 8, 9, 10 uh, and beyond. And he's still actually in real estate, but I left the industry. As part of our divorce, we had to separate our businesses. So. I remember touring houses and a lot of people when they were in a distressed situation and had to get out of their house, for some reason, wrote things on the walls or let their kids or their teenagers write things on the wall. They'd spray thing, paint things or write things on the walls. And then uh, my other thing about writing on the walls is my daughter, when she was 16-ish, I had a sudden cardiac arrest and that had an impact on her. And so she, after I had gone through cardiac rehab and stuff, we were back in the house, uh, she wanted to paint Hakuna Matata on her walls, and I, I let her, partly because I knew it would irritate the daylights out of my ex-husband, but it was, we all decided after she did it that it was probably not a good idea and ended up having to paint over it, but I let her do that because it was like her little act of rebellion, I guess. So <clears throat> what does this idiom mean to me, really, besides an, an imminent danger or an imminent warning or a an inevitable result. What it means to me, and I like to look for in it, is that <clears throat> if I set my mind on something, if I see it and visualize it in my mind, if I have the idea of it, I have the ability to create it. And all I have to do is commit and go all in 
and believe that I can make that happen and create that. And it appears in my life. It appears in my world. Guess what? We all have that same ability, all of us, and we're doing it all the time. A lot of times we do it for things that we don't want in our lives, but we can absolutely positively do it for anything that we do want. The more we envision, the more we commit to the things that we want, the more we see them happening in our life, the more actions we'll take to back those thoughts and feelings and beliefs and visions up. And that's how we create things in our life. That's how all of us create things in our life, whether we believe it or not, whether we think we have control of our life or not, it's up to us. We, we have control if we choose to take control and responsibility for our life. We don't if we choose not to. If we choose to give up our personal power, give up our personal responsibility, then that is what's true for us. So I actually really, really like this idiom. I don't take it as a negative. I take it as a positive to reinforce for me that I can create whatever I want. I used to say, uh, and I still do say it, you get what you expect. We get what we expect. And that was one of those things that drove my husband nuts, my ex-husband nuts, because he honestly didn't believe that you get what you expect or that you get out of people how you treat them. You pull out of people how you treat them. People get out of us what they expect based on how they treat us. So, uh, like I said, I like this idiom. I like this expression. I don't know that I've used it a lot. I don't know. I'm sure I have on occasion. I'm sure I've definitely heard it, uh, at, at least in corporate America. The writing's on the wall. This is going to happen. This is inevitable. We're going to make this change or we're not going to work here anymore. And, you know, you might as well tell people that we make this change to a team-based system and a different financial structure or a different work schedule or people that choose to not go along with it aren't going to be here anymore. Because this is a change that the company is going to make, etc. So share in the comments below your experience with this particular idiom or expression. The writing is on the wall. What does it mean to you? Can you see how it relates to your business and growing in business, growing and supersizing your business or not? Be honest. Share with me because that's how I learn and grow too. Have an awesome day. And I'll of course be with you tomorrow with another spiritual well-being related idiom or spirit related idiom or religious. It comes in there a lot too related idiom to coincide with this year's annual challenge to do one thing every day that improves us. And we're breaking it down with respect to a life framework that I've used for decades to uh, keep it a little bit simpler and make the daily challenge not super long, but make it doable. Because if we do one little thing every day that improves us, we are at the end of the year, 365 times, 365 ways better than we were on January 1st. And who doesn't want that? All right. Any questions, ask. Otherwise, I'll be with you tomorrow. Have an awesome day.